Welcome to the Jackson Cloud. That's not fair. I didn't no, know if you're going to sing the song over and over again, I'm going to record it when you're not paying attention. <laughs> to start That's off the episode. Cheating. It's oh. not. Welcome. Today we're talking about trumpets, which is a trigger word. Add for, the trumpets sound. For Olivia and her worship music. So, um, you gotta leave it down. Oh, it's here. at the trumpet call. So, why? Uh, We're not using that. Well, it might statically cause some oh. things. Oh. Uh, oh, okay. While we talk, Casey and I will be doing our best to not use trigger words in order to keep Olivia from bursting out in song. I'm Jamin. I'm Casey. And I'm Olivia. <laughs> <laughs> so smug. All right. And, uh, I'm gonna enjoy this because now I have an excuse to mm, sing it anytime you use the word trumpet. This will be our le most disliked episode of all. No, nope. YouTube got rid of dislikes, didn't you know? It's still there. I know from the back end how many dislike it. <laughs> Anyways, have we gotten a lot of comments? No, I'm just saying I am prepared with how much. I think like. it's gonna be the most liked one. Be sure to like down below to make sure she's right. Yes, help me be right against Jamin. Revelation 1.10. I was in the Spirit on the Lord's Day. We did an episode on In the Spirit. We did an episode on the Lord's Day. How many episodes are we up to now? Don't worry about it. And I heard behind me a loud voice like a trumpet saying, Like a trumpet call, lift your saying, voice. write what you see in a book and send it to the seven churches, to Ephesus and to Smyrna and to Pergamum and to Thyatria and to Sardius and to Philadelphia and to Laodicea. Yeah, I don't know any songs off of most of those words. <laughs> good, good. Um, so here we have Jesus show up, right? I mean, we're looking at red letters here. But his voice sounds like a horn. And, what uh, kind of horn? A, a, a shiny kind of horn. Uh, specifically, the, the time, sister to a coronet. Uh, in, in ancient times, I don't know about New Testament times, but in ancient times it would have been a shofar, which is, I think it's like a ram's horn that's been crafted and molded into a... So like a bugle. Kind of, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, if you've been in a Pentecostal church before, you've probably come in contact with a shofar somewhere because... It's always someone that throws the band off while the band's playing in the key of D, and then in the background you hear in the key of E, and you're like, who is that? Oh, he's right next to the tambourine lady. <laughs> so, <laughs> I have experiences. Um, <clears throat> like, that's what happened to me. Not any good. experience with that, but I well, also don't think I've ever been to a Pentecostal church. So. Okay, so when Pentecostals do it, you guys have a guess as, like, why do they have this tradition in the first place? What would be your thoughts? Because it's in the Bible. Okay. That's yeah, that's participation. So but like, what would they be uh, thinking? Like, why would I blow this horn in honor of the Bible? Like, Probably. Um, they want to participate. No, 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 no. When they had to play the horns around the walls of Jericho. Okay. Maybe. So what were they doing when they did that? Um, they were summoning God. <laughs> Never the way I've heard it phrased before. <laughs> probably slightly blasphemous. Uh, slightly? <laughs> probably blasphemous. No, God told them to do this. And, and when they blow it, then the walls fall down, right? So in that and case... And the walls come a-tumbling down. So in that case, it was warfare, right? So maybe sometimes when you people... You know that song? No. Joshua and the Battle of Jericho, you know it. Oh, okay. So... 
when you just came in the middle. I never heard of it. We just talked about the walls come tumbling down. I mean, down. I know, but I don't. I'm not gonna start at the beginning. See, I'm gonna start at the part that makes sense. Too many songs derailing us. So, <laughs> in that particular case, though, it's kind of like a warfare type thing, uh, and because they didn't even, um, they hadn't done anything physically to fight up to that point. They do immediately after. It's almost like spiritual warfare in a sense because mm-hmm. the walls come down without them having to do it. So I'm guessing that a lot of times Pentecostals are partially using it to be like, uh, we're here in spiritual warfare, we're asking God to come and, and fight on our behalf type thing. Could be going that route. Uh, but here we have Jesus' voice sound like a trumpet. Like the trumpet sound. Sound like a horn. And uh, uh, the question is, like, why is it described in this this way? Because the closest analogy I can think in our modern time to someone sounding like a horn. You following me here? What kind of horn? Someone farting. Uh, not where I was going, but oh, okay. sure. <laughs> I was thinking uh, Charlie Brown, right? Whenever, whenever there's an adult, it's like, Teacher, <laughs> can I go to the bathroom? It's just it's more a, like a trombone. That's a trombone. It is a trombone with a uh, uh, mute on it. Mute on it. That's what all the adults are in Charlie Brown. I and, never knew that. Yeah, and that's so bizarre, right? Like, so I imagine John having a Charlie Brown vision. I was in the spirit. <laughs> ooh, in the spirit on the Lord's day. Ooh, the Lord's day. And then I heard a trumpet voice. So there's a question of like, why does Jesus sound like a trumpet? Who in my life have I ever met that that sounds like a trumpet? So you got any thoughts as to what he what he's doing with that? What would be your thoughts? Just right from the get go, where where would you go? I mean, for me, like hearing somebody like a trumpet voice. Is is like having played that instrument. Um, it would be like it would be very weird to have a voice sound like that. Lift your voice. Yes, I think that's been established. The question was, <laughs> but I mean, like, why does John say it sounds like a trumpet? Maybe because it was booming. Like okay. If it was very loud and like filled the entire room, that's what oh, I could think because of. trumpets are obnoxious. Did you just accidentally call Jesus obnoxious? Yes, but I didn't <laughs> mean to. Are you done with your blasphemies of the day? So Probably we can not. move on. Most disliked episode. <laughs> yeah, actually, it might be because I realized. Yeah. Like a minute ago that I've been singing that lyric wrong the whole episode because I've been saying like the trumpet sound because we were talking about the sound of a trumpet instead of like a trumpet call, just the actual words. Okay, hey, look so, at that. So uh, people are going to be really upset in the comments, I think. Well, okay. So with trumpets, uh, John likes to do what with Revelation? Make references constantly. Yes. Do you know anywhere in the Old Testament? Just like Casey. Yes, just like Casey. John and Casey are one and the same. Yeah, do you know anywhere? Now you're being blasphemous. <laughs> do you know anywhere in the Old Testament where this happens uh, with God and trumpets? Besides Jericho, 
I don't even, was that trumpets or was that just a loud noise? I don't remember. It was probably trumpets. I feel like it was trumpets, yeah. Probably was. Uh, well, Quit okay. counting, Casey. I'm counting every time we say trumpets. Well, there is uh, an exodus when Moses goes up on Mount Sinai. We actually, right there, Exodus 19.16. Let's go ahead and read it. Exodus 19.16. Come on. I typed it in. On the morning on the third day, there were thunders and lightnings and a thick cloud on the mountain and a very loud trumpet blast. So that all the people in the camp trembled. Then Moses brought the people out of the camp to meet God and they took their stand at the foot of the mountain. So right there, you have a trumpet blast alongside all other kinds of, of what we often call theophanies. You guys know what that is? Theophanies? No. Mm -hmm. I used to. I don't remember. Theophany in the Bible is usually like a um, representation of God, but here, a visible appearance of God to humans. Okay. Okay. So when God shows up, there are often different kinds of um, elements that show up alongside him. What did we just see in this one? Thunder. Think Lightning. of other places where thunder shows up as a theophany. With Jesus, this is my son in whom I am well pleased. Uh, some people hear God say that from the skies. Other people are like, that was just thunder. You know, so like that's kind of like a, you heard God and it sounded like thunder, um, lightning. Um, I think you've come across that in some places. Thick cloud. We even in uh, modern times in supernatural circles, we talk about glory clouds that a room gets filled with the presence of God. Or think of the old tabernacle when God moves into it, a cloud fills it. Mm -hmm. Think of the temple when the priests are playing worship music and they're kind of kicking off the new temple for the first time, a cloud moves into it. So that's a theophany. Uh, it's a visible manifestation appearance of, of God. And it, it's weird because we're like, why does God look like, you know, like why is he by a cloud or seem to be masked in a cloud or looks like a cloud or what are we doing here but among these theophanies we also have a trumpet blast right very loud trumpet blast so right here we see that john is is working off of um uh some of the old theophanies that have already happened right other theophanies can you think of any i've missed smoke fire fire gold dust Gold dust would be a modern phenomena. I don't know that we have that show up in the Bible. Nor do I know if we would necessarily say, like, that's an appearance of God. We would say that it's a... Um, Holy Spirit thing? Or a uh, sign and wonder of God, you know? That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, but here at least, among many... And we also have smoke right here. Smoke went up. Uh, so we, we've got a fire right there. The Lord has descended on it in fire. So you have at Mount Sinai all these big images of, of God manifest. We did an episode in Genesis on the covenant. Remember that? Mm -hmm. Abraham falls asleep into a deep sleep. And then what happens? A flaming pot and a pot of uh, smoke, I think, right? They have a covenant with each other. And this is God promising God. God promises himself that I will make you a great nation uh, and that you'll have many descendants, things like that. 
the reason that we say that's God promising God is because it's one theophanic element making a promise with another theophanic element. It's God promising himself right there. But here, though right here, it's, it's God on Mount Sinai. Like that's what the trumpet's announcing. What's happening in Revelation? Jesus is speaking and it sounds like a trumpet. Yeah, right. And, you know, before we get too far, because then we'd be like, oh, he's like, it's a perfect liking to, to Jesus. Actually, throughout Revelation, there's going to be other angels that speak and they're going to sound like trumpets as well. So we might need to narrow down a little bit. But I do think that there is this, I do still think there's an intentional likening right here to say that Jesus, just as God was announced on Mount Sinai, Jesus is announced with the same trumpet. I have a question. Yeah. So like, this is, this is obscure, so let me have a little bit of freedom to think it through, but like, I'm excited and nervous. <laughs> so what if celestial to us sounded like music? What if like the language celestial, like as we know in D&D, but like in terms of an angelic language, hmm. legitimately sounded like music to us? So instead of sounding like gibberish, it sounds like music. Correct. So that's why it sounds like a trumpet is because they're hearing somebody speak, but it sounds like music. And the only way they know how to interpret music is by the trumpet. I mean, you do have angels singing throughout Revelation and throughout other parts in the Bible, right? Right. So you could say that, but I, I don't know that there's necessarily any part that's like, and every time they spoke, there was like, they sounded instrumental. It's an interesting thought, though. I mean, clearly they do sing, so right. maybe. I don't know. It was just a thought that crossed my head with so many talking about trumpets. It mm. was just like, what if their actual language was music notes? Mm. And that was how they spoke. It was just... Yeah. Well, okay, so here's... Um, yeah, that's that's one thought I haven't really thought about very much. But See, neither have I. I just came up with it on the spot. So. <laughs> but here is one thing that I would hone on to show you how John is trying to say like Jesus is God, right? Because the trumpet announces God on Sinai, the trumpet announces Jesus in Revelation and John is intentionally grabbing that trumpet. So how can we tell that he's using it in that way? Here, here's what we see. Remember our whole phrase, I was in the spirit on the Lord's day when I heard a voice behind me like a trumpet. John is pulling from other places throughout the scripture okay so in ezekiel three twelve, it says then the spirit lifted me up and i heard behind me a voice of a great earthquake so john is working with i was in the spirit kind of working off ezekiel three twelve. then the spirit lifted me up so there's a spiritual element then i heard a voice behind me like a great earthquake john doesn't use great earthquake instead he intentionally takes from sinai then I heard behind me the voice of a trumpet. So he's he's doing what he always does, taking verses, throwing them all in a blender, hitting the button. And, and seeing then, what comes out. Well, seeing what comes out, but intentionally changing things around to make a theological point. And this point, as he always does, is Jesus is God. Like, we've already seen that so many times 
in one chapter, it's amazing that this is still Verse uh, 10. debatable, <laughs> debatable theology for some people. Um, so here you see you see all that happening, uh, and as Craig R. Coaster Coester says, K O E S T E R. He coaster. says, yeah. Coaster. John's language resembles that of Ezekiel three twelve. Literally, then the Spirit lifted me up, and I heard behind me the voice of a great earthquake. The difference is that John likens the voice to a trumpet as God's appearance at Sinai. The sound calls John's attention before the risen Christ. So. The question then becomes, we now know a trumpet can be a theophany, like it belongs with the smoke and the fire and all that. What does it mean, though? What is, you know, there's questions, what does smoke mean? What does fire mean? But, like, we're focused on the horn today. I know you're still counting. I see your fingers. <laughs> yes, we're up to 28. <laughs> 28 references to trumpet, up 29. It's an episode about trumpets. How do you not? 30. Uh, what, what does the trumpet mean, though? And that's the big question that I've been trying to figure out as I've been studying through this. Isn't so. it just like get your attention? Well, so that would be an easy way to think of it, right? That's what's happening in this passage. A voice behind me got my attention. Because, like, you know, in, in current uses of a trumpet, mm. like in military uses, it's to wake people up. Mm. Other... Yeah. In other in other uses, I mean today, I mean it's for music, um, but it's to usually it gets people's attention to the music. Usually, it's when the people are writing for um, trumpets. They a lot of times it has like the melody. It has the main thing that people are supposed to hear the most. Because they will hear the sound of the trumpet over the rest of the instruments. Yeah. As a trumpet player myself, I am highly in agreement with that. Right. So, like... <clears throat> They're also used in funeral processions. Hmm. Yeah, so... What you guys are already seeing in horns is that they're generally... Like, loud. Loud, but, like, when they're played just on their own, they often mean something, right? They're not just... Like someone just plays a flute out of nowhere, you just throw a brick at them. But like, <laughs> <laughs> somebody, what? Somebody plays a trumpet, and you're like, "Oh, what's going on?" You know, like why is the siren going off? Is essentially what, right? I Tell me, that. I'm wrong in that <laughs> illustration. Uh, I think not flute. I think it's more clarinet by itself. Hey. No, you ever watch SpongeBob? I mean. Squidward proves you don't play clarinet by itself. Think about it. So yeah, I think we just, I think you guys are onto something there. So a quick explanation with trumpets, and this, this is what we still use them for today. A musical instrument with a loud piercing sound used as a signal, both in times of war and of peace. It's also used extensively in Israelite worship and was frequently associated with divine activity. So that's from the Dictionary of Bible Themes. So right here I have a whole list of what trumpets are used for. Let's just, we're not going to read the whole list, don't worry. You guys, quick skim it over. Tell me if you come across anything on this list that feels like, oh, that 
that could maybe relate to what John's playing off of with Trumpets blown to announce the accession. Accession? Accession of a king. Yeah. Because Jesus is the king. Okay. Yeah, so that's a that could be a huge one, right? Oh. Uh, you've got... Wait, is accession the bad thing? Is that I the think, leaving of a king or... <laughs> I think that's the overtaking of a new king. Let's Isn't see. It? Define accession. No, that's ascension. <laughs> The attainment or acquisition of a position. <laughs> right. Okay. So Jesus is coming in and he is acquisitioning earth. That's obviously not the way you would say that grammatically. but well, I like that actually. Yeah. So that could be a good one. And that is biblically fair because trumpets have been used. Second Samuel, First Kings, Second Kings, Second Chronicles, all in that kind of way. What else do you guys see in here? Honestly, like a lot of these are very... Mm. Impending danger, because there's a lot of dangerous things that happen in Revelation. Yeah. Um, and announce religious festivals. Mm. Attract public attention, because Revelation. Uh, trumpet in war, which, I mean, Revelation, if you will, is kind of like the ultimate holy war of wars, right? It's the cleansing of... of uh, um, anything evil to then put it into place into righteousness so you do have that theme uh in some senses uh associated with divine activity mm -hmm. at the second coming of jesus christ yeah so okay that's actually <laughs> there we go <laughs> first thessalonians in the new testament the lord himself will descend from heaven with a cry of command with the voice of an archangel with the sound of a trumpet of God. Uh, did we just get into Casey's conspiracy theory? Here? A little bit, yeah. Is it saying that the voice of an archangel is the sound of a trumpet of God? <laughs> well, it's with and with. Yeah. So, not necessarily saying it's the same thing, but yeah. maybe it could be. And uh, let's actually look quicker at that. Does that have kind of a sense of holy war almost? Uh, we who are alive were... Uh, left until the coming of the Lord will not precede those who fall asleep for the Lord will descend from heaven with a cry of command that feels kind of holy warish if you will um, so maybe maybe right there you kind of get that feeling of, of holy war element again possibly uh, what else played in the temple okay so you know John is actually going to visit like the actual heavenly temple throughout this the divine council played by priests played in tabernacle played to praise god accompanies the ark of the covenant which is where god sits uh um, associated with divine activity so visible manifestations of god second coming of jesus christ as you already mentioned uh and then there's that metaphorical use too because like in revelation 4 1 um uh, there's a voice that speaks that sounds like a trumpet. Come up here and I will show you what must take place after this. I don't remember what Revelation 4.1 is. That could be Jesus saying, come up here. Oh, yeah, actually red letters. Come up here. I will show you what must take place after this. So you see Jesus sounding like a trumpet again in Revelation 4, right? So, again, you see John working off that uh, theophany. God is present, and that's why he sounds like a trumpet. <laughs> so... Anyways, 
Uh, we're also going to get into trumpets later with the seven trumpets. You remember that? You got seven scrolls. You got seven trumpets. You got the seven angels that play the seven trumpets. And every time they blow a trumpet... Are you still counting? <laughs> yes. Let it go, man. Nope. Every time they play a instrument, uh, a plague pours out. And so you see it announcing kind of like uh, uh, impending danger as Olivia pointed out from earlier in the list. So, uh, with all that being said, I think we start to kind of get a feel as to why Jesus is pointed out as sounding like a trumpet. If we have gotten it, say it back to me. Why? Why does it sound like that? <laughs> For many reasons. Mm -hmm. It's a theophany. Mm -hmm. It marks Jesus So it's the awakening of him being God. And then there's the million reasons that we could liken to it <laughs> pretty much throughout the entire Bible. Yeah. It's actually a pretty fair um, uh, metaphor for John to be working with in that case. So with that being said, what illustrations did we miss? Maybe you know another Bible verse where a trumpet's used in a <coughs> particular way. And you're like, they didn't even hit on that one. Let us know in the comments or... On the Discord. Cameras, that camera's on. On the Discord. Yeah, that's better. And uh, how many times did we say the word trumpet of this episode? Casey I knows. tried to keep count. I'll comment it with the first comment below. Did you just add the one you just said? Yes. Where you at? I'm not going to tell them now. You'll have to comment to, to, to find out. I would just hit the closed captioning button, try to figure out how to download that and do a quick web search and, and see if you can figure that out. Don't know if that's possible, but you know, download our videos. Okay, with that being said, we'll catch you all next time here on the Junction Cloud. Of every Adam episode, Zion's hill salvation, salvation comes. comes.